time for the Soft Shoulder Podcast. I am your host, Danette Relic of Radical Creative Sanctuary, inviting spaciousness for your mind and your heart. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. The Soft Shoulder is your time, your time to slow down and fuel up on self-love support so you can make the most of your gorgeous life. Join me here. Everyone needs a soft shoulder. Hello, hello. Welcome back. It's been a little while. How have you been? I have been thinking about you. I have been resting. And I've been preparing myself for what I'm on currently, which is a social media sabbatical. Those of you who have found me on Instagram or, you know, who are following me there um, will have hopefully noticed <laughs> I'm not there. <laughs> but you know what? I'm kind of laughing, but also maybe you didn't even notice. And isn't that interesting, right? So uh, today's episode is going to be all about social media sabbaticals, but from a particular um, perspective. As always, there's there's a lot to explore here. This is a very big topic. Um, you know, there's the whole concept of online privacy and what's happening and all this kind of stuff. That's not the, this is all very important and interesting if you're interested. Um, that's not what I'll be covering. What I do here is, as you know, it's self-love pep talks. This is all about your relationship with you. And my goal is to support you in loving yourself more powerfully and creatively. So this is through the perspective of social media and a potential sabbatical. You don't have to even consider it to listen and get um, benefits from this episode all in regards to how this affects your relationship with you. And your relationship with you is your relationship with everything. Because however you're relating to yourself is then how you will be relating to the day, how you will be relating to others, how you will be enjoying and navigating your life one day at a time. So through that lens, uh, let's explore this. I'm going to give you lots of things to think about to set yourself up for success and um, perhaps some things to journal about to prepare yourself. Like all big changes, it doesn't just happen like a knee jerk. I know you're probably exhausted from hearing New Year's resolution. <laughs> New Year's resolutions don't work. It's true. Um change is possible and it happens um, with a lot more intention and repetition and it's a little more complicated than just declaring one night you're taking a sabbatical. If you want the change to be sustainable that is and really coming from a place of true desire. Do you even want to make this change? So if you're listening to this and you're not sure you're just kind of curious as to like what's you know, what does Danette have to say about this? I want to say like everyone lean in because change. I don't think that you should change because you heard you should on a podcast. This whole thing is about you deciding, you listening to yourself, you making decisions for yourself that are good for you and right for you. And no one else can really tell you what that is. 
Also, you might want to consider that, you know, one of the stages of change is contemplation before you even take any action at all. So consider this part of your contemplation. Maybe you're because contemplation is not a guarantee that you're getting to a yes, right? Contemplation is sincerely just thinking about it, trying it on, doing some like mental dance. Is this, how could this work? I wonder what would happen if using your imagination, right? So you can just consider this contemplation and it may help you to decide if you do want to take a social media sabbatical. It might also help you decide and just be a little more confident in your choice to not take a social media sabbatical. Okay. So full permission to listen in and you don't have to make any decisions. And I'm not going to be, you know, telling you what you should be doing with your social media use. Um, and, and just to put this into context, I, um, speaking of contemplation, I have been contemplating these kinds of um, choices for like six years. So, you know, it all started with reading um, The Joy of Missing Out by Christina Crook and thinking about my use of um, the internet in general, technology in general, but social media being a major one. And that was maybe the kickoff of a whole genre that's like, you know, there's some eclipse of decluttering in here but really the like it's like thinking about what's important thinking about what's essential removing distractions working better working smarter not harder less hustle more clarity like a whole bunch of things in this vein at the end of the episode I'll give you um, a bunch of resources and my personal favorite books and um, things to get you started but I've been contemplating this for some time And I have made little steps along the way, like uh, home screen zero, like I removed um, on my phone. I don't have any apps on the the home screen. You have to swipe and like get to a new screen before there's any apps there. I really like that opportunity to like select some inspiring photo. Sometimes I'll make myself some custom wallpaper with an affirmation I want to use. I know, nerd. I love it so much. But I, that way, when I'm opening the phone, it's not like, let here's all these apps, right? I open the phone. There's just a moment of breath before I decide what it is that I'm looking for. And that little moment of pause has actually brought me a lot of peace. Um, turning off notifications. That was a huge one I got from Christina Crook and implemented, experimented with that. And wow, once I got used to not having any notifications at all, it was really hard for me to even be around someone else's phone with the notifications on. Like I found it so disturbing, um, um, you know, just distracting is what I mean by that. So anyway, so all these little steps, um, but it took it took a brain injury to get me to actually leave Facebook for any length of time. I haven't. I don't even remember if it's been a year or two years since leaving Facebook. I was a very regular user for like, I don't know, 10 years. Um, (laughs) And then I just, because I was forced into a new level of discomfort and pain, and I really needed to have my resources handy, my, the resource being like my brain and all of the functions that come from there, which is pretty much 
all of them, um, you know, it, I, I'm, I'm telling you this because I know that it's hard and I, you know, I'm not coming to you from this place of like, oh, I just made these decisions and I feel so good. It was like, I resisted the, I know what it's like to resist these experiments when it comes to social media. So, um, I had a particular flare up of symptoms that caused me to just, I needed to do something drastic and I'm like, it's going to be Facebook. And I didn't really make a big decision about the future. I was like, I just need to get off there right now. And I just never have, I've deactivated it, but I've never logged back in. And I don't remember when that was. And I, but I did stick with Instagram and, uh, and then that was my only form of social media use and, um, as of January 1st of this year, 2021, I have not been on Instagram. I left a, you know, the gone fishing sign that you leave and, um, and I've been experimenting with life without any social media. So, um, the key word in all of this is choice, right? And, you know, as much as possible, uh, to be able to choose, is to be able to create our own lives and make decisions that matter for us. And so, you know, here's one thing that I noticed because freedom is so important to me. And um, I started noticing this funny thing. Let's see if you can relate. I would wake up. Now, I've experimented also with taking my phone out of the bedroom and not having it there in the morning and creating before consuming and all of these things you maybe have heard of just to get the day started, you know, and for a while I was able to do it well and successfully. And then I'd slip back, you know, I love listening to podcasts and audiobooks to go to sleep and I just like didn't find a workaround to make that happen. So I was, you know, relying on my willpower and discipline, which I don't know about you, but it's not super strong first thing in the morning when you're like waking from the cobwebs of dreams, you know. So um, sure enough, slippery slope, you know, the habits of checking, checking, refreshing started to happen. And even though I knew it's not what I wanted to do, even though I knew that it wasn't helpful and that it actually, you know, aggravated my symptoms and caused stress and anxiety, I would still find myself reaching for my phone first thing in the morning. And it was, I, you know, I would talk about it almost like an out of body experience. Like I would wake up, whatever I'm calling, I would wake up and then Danette's arm just seemed to reach out. And it was, and my mind was thinking, no, 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 we're not doing that. Don't do that. And it felt like my arm (laughs) had a mind of its own. And it, and before you know it, there it was tap, open. And there it is there. Suddenly I'm in Instagram. Suddenly there's a world of people, other people's ideas, alarming things in the news, um, things that are exciting messages, whatever, right? All the stuff. And then it's too late. My mind is activated and it's off to the races. And sometimes I was able to then shut it down, but it was just so interesting to see how automatic, uh, my body had gotten into this habit, right? So, um, you know, and, and these technologies are designed to manipulate our attention, right? They are designed to influence us to make different decisions, to stay on longer than we might have. Um, that's how they are designed, right? Like um, there's, there's more, uh, one of the resources I will 
um, lead you to at the end of this is the book Digital Minimalism by Cal Newport. And he'll go into more of this um, in his book if you're interested in that, although I'm sure it's not a shocker. (laughs) Right. So but think about it. So, you know, even in small doses, things that influence your decision making, right? Are you really free when you are under the influence of something? Um, it's a delicate little dance there, right? So, you know, let's say you went to a company work party. I don't know if those even happen, but not this year. But let's say you went to a company work party or a family Christmas party or something like this, you know, and let's say you just decided to, I don't know, get on a table and do the entire um, Humpty Dance word for word by Digital Underground. Let's just say that that's what you chose to do. And you had had a considerable amount of wine at this party. So you're probably under the influence of the alcohol when you choose, when you chose to serenade everybody with the Humpty Dance. Um, Would you have chosen that without the wine? Maybe. It's not the Humpty Dance that's the problem. It's, did you really choose this? Or was this something that you, a decision that you made while under the influence of something else? And how do you want to be living? Do you want to be choosing consciously, (laughs) responsibly? Um, There's obviously a spectrum of behaviors and choices that we could be making that go from just like, oh, I might have done that differently to, you know, really big problems, Um, obviously, with the case of alcohol. So, you know, when my arm is reaching for the phone first thing in the morning, and if it's just, it taps that screen and it's on, and this technology is designed to harness my mind and my attention and bring it somewhere else, what am I missing? Did I, am I really choosing this path of the morning, right? Once you get in that door. So, you know, this is really the, what interests me and what I want to invite you to think about is about how much choice do you have and how much choice do you want to have? Um, One of the big things about social media and sabbaticals that, you know, is a little scary for a lot of us is, you know, FOMO, which is a real thing. The fear of missing out. Will you be missing out on something? I heard from a lot of you when I announced, uh, when I announced the sabbatical, I, um, I didn't just jump off. I gave myself time. I came to the conclusion, I think end of November, and I thought, I think I'm going to try this. I think I'm ready to try this. And I gave myself all of December to use as much Instagram as I wanted, to let people know, to plant some seeds, have some discussions, listen to your questions. And, you know, one of the things is just like, oh, what I would miss things. I would miss opportunities to submit uh, writing to someplace. I would miss... Um, this amazing entertainment thing. I would miss, you know, getting to see my friends and family, whatever. Um, So I'm not going to say that you don't miss. Some people will say that. They're like, I don't miss anything. Um, You will miss out. You absolutely will miss out (laughs) on some things. Um, And so that's a real consideration for taking a social media sabbatical. I also want to offer you the idea that you're already missing out. So it's not a matter of like missing out or not missing out. It's missing out on this or missing out on that. Because if you are someone who's using social media the way I was, there's other things you're missing out by 
using it, right? So like, for example, this whole me and my, my arm that just, <laughs> it's, it's its own character in the show. It's like, it's just doing whatever it wants. It's reading from a different script. So it's just reaching over, turning on, you know, and I'm, I'm in there and I'm, I'm doing stuff. Um, yeah, I didn't miss people's posts that morning. I didn't miss, you know, a bunch of memes about psychology that I find inspiring. I didn't miss, um, you know, all the things I was scrolling through. I didn't miss those. But what I did miss was that moment of opening my eyes and looking at the ceiling and just letting the weird soft light of the morning kind of take shape in this like strange kind of fog. And then I missed those drifting in of dream webs, like, oh, did I dream about something last night? What was that? Oh, hey, I think so-and-so was in my dream. And I just, I missed out on the quiet, gradual arrival of my own thoughts, of my response to the quiet of the new day, of checking in with my body. Uh, my heart, my breathing, taking a breath, feeling my body. I don't know about you, but when my arm darts for the phone, I don't even know what my body's doing. It's all happening in my head. It's all, it's like hand, head. (laughs) That's where the action is. And I'm just really disconnected from what's going on anywhere else in my body and the room around me. So what am I missing out this month on what's happening on Instagram? I am. But what I'm not missing out on is this intimate time with myself. And I'm still, I'm how many days in now I'm recording this, um, you know, I'm like 20 days in ish. Um, I'm, I'm still just letting it unfold. I'm still just kind of being curious about what's showing up, noticing my impulses, because I just decided to, um, just do a social media sabbatical and then touch base and see what else if I wanted to put any other limits on. In Cal Newport's book, he does like he guides you through like a full declutter, which would mean, you know, email, streaming services, like all the things. Mine was just purely based on social media. So I was like, I set the intention to be like, I don't know if I need more limits. I'm not going to put that kind of stress on myself right now. I'm just going to focus on social media, a sabbatical there, and I'm just going to pay attention. <laughs> what happens when social media is not on my phone anymore? Is Does my hand still dart out to tap something? Yes, it did. Do I increase playing a video game on my phone? Am I increasing texting friends? Um, what am I replacing this behavior with? And, you know, is there is there a reason why I might want to put some more limits or parameters on this thing. So, so far I haven't felt the need to do that. And I've just been really curious um, about what I'm noticing. So even in the first 20 days, it's just this slow unraveling. And this is something that I was missing out on before. I'm learning more and more every day. I know there'll be more reports on this as my sabbatical continues. I decided it would be three months for those of you who don't know. So if you're considering doing this, It's so important, any change, it's so important that you set yourself up for success because you're making a change, I'm assuming, it's a desired change, something that you want, a new way of being that's going to support you, that's a loving change, it's a positive change. 
So if you're going to bother doing it, don't make this difficult for yourself. Set yourself up for success. Some of the ways that you can do this is by understanding your motivation in the first place. Um, You know, what are you getting? (laughs) Why are you bothering? Why is this important? That's one of the things. So um, let's talk about that. Let's talk about motivation. Now, there's two kinds of motivation, um, away from and towards motivation. So away from is like, I, I want less of this thing. I'm moving away from this thing. I want I want to be away from social media. And the towards motivation is what do you want instead? What am I moving towards, right? So either one of these, you don't need both. You use these all the time. Think about something in your life where you're motivated to do something. You're either wanting to get rid of something or to gain something. Like if you were decluttering your house, the away from is like, oh, there's piles everywhere. There's boxes everywhere. I want to get rid of this. I want to be away from the clutter. The towards motivation is the image and the vision of, oh, I just want to walk in and open the door and walk down this hallway and not have to shimmy past boxes. I can see myself walking smoothly and freely. I am moving towards space and a big inhale and an exhale in a room that's like, you know, newly painted and I can see all the corners and I can see the floor and I'm moving towards a place where I can sweep the floor because (laughs) the floor is visible all of a sudden, right? So um, these are the two things. We use them all the time. I find that many people, um, the, the away from motivation seems to be easier if you're stuck, right? So if, um, if I ask you what your most important values are, what's most important to you in your life, what are your driving core values, uh, and you're just exploring this for the first time, it might be difficult to name what it is that really matters, but it's, it's, a, it's a helpful step to ask you, what do you want? what do you hate about the world? (laughs) What really bothers you? What really makes you angry and frustrated? People are seem to be able to eat more easily access things like that they hate about traffic, or they hate when people do this, or they hate policies about this. And then so it's like, okay, so it's a really great place to start the away from motivation. The reason why, um, and they both work, it's great. I want to encourage you to just consider for for the purpose of social media sabbaticals, as well as anywhere in your life, just to start noticing, do you use away from motivation more? And how often do you use the towards motivation? If you don't notice yourself using towards motivation very much, uh, I invite you to kind of lean in and just dabble a little bit in that direction because it's a very, it has a kind of power that the away from doesn't. If you grew up in a small town and you hate your town and you want to live a different life, you know, you could grow up your whole life. I'm just going to get out of this town. As soon as I can, I get my license. I'm going to leave this town. That's away from motivation. I hate these people. I hate this mall. I hate this whatever. But if you don't have towards motivation, you may succeed in, in the goal of leaving your town. And then you'll be on a highway somewhere and you will have succeeded. You're not in that town. But where are you going? Like, (laughs) where are you going? You could end up in a town very similar to the one you left if you don't have a clear vision of what you want instead, right? So if you lived in like a small suburb 
you're like, I'm getting out of here and you just drive, you might end up in the next suburb. And maybe that really isn't what you wanted at all. Maybe you wanted something like, you know, a cabin in the woods or to be downtown and in like a thriving big city. It's important that you know what you're moving towards so that you can navigate that and, you know, actually have the like empowering momentum of like getting something that you really want instead of just getting rid of something that you don't, right? Um, it's also, you know, it's enough just to say when it comes to towards motivation, when it comes to social media sabbaticals, it's enough just to say, I just want some relief or I just want to feel a little more relaxed or I just want to see what happens. That's enough of towards like being curious about who am I without this? I want to find out that's moving towards something. It's moving towards some awareness and finding out some new information about you. Um, so that's one thing that can really help set you up for success. What are your motivations for this? Why do you want this? Are you doing this just because everyone's doing it? And you feel like you should, <laughs> you probably won't last very long. If that's the motivation, see if it's something that you really want. And then once you know, if it's something that you maybe really want, another way to set yourself up for success is to replace the things that you will be giving up. I had a friend who was a smoker for many years and then one day decided he was going to quit smoking. Now he, at this time he worked in an office building and you know, there was a group of people that would always go together for their smoke breaks and it became this fun place to socialize. It was a good reason to stretch your legs, go downstairs, get outside. And you know, that's what would happen all the time with the smoking. So if he knew he was going to quit smoking, would he still go on these smoke breaks? That didn't seem right. But then he was like, well, what am I going to do instead? I'm going to sit at my desk. I'm going to not, you know, whatever. So he just reframed the whole thing and called them fresh air breaks. And I love this because I know other people who have tried to quit smoking and it's like, this is so unfair. Other people get this like social time, networking time, and they get this like, socially acceptable thing to just walk out of the office a few times a day um, and they didn't really feel entitled to it unless they were smoking. So this guy did. He was, you know, awesome. Called them fresh air breaks. He went out and he was able to stand with the smokers. I know that won't be the case for every smoker who's quitting. Um, And he would just consciously take fresh, he would step away from the smoke or, you know, upwind or whatever. And he would just inhale and exhale stretch his legs and and be like, oh, I'm out here to get the air. So he needed to do that reframe so that he wouldn't be stuck with this like, oh, I've taken away smoking and now my day is not flowing as smoothly because I don't know what to do with this gap, right? So you are getting so much from social media. I know because I was getting so much from social media. Some of those things were positive. Some of those things were questionable. Um, but it wasn't nothing. I know it's not nothing to just unplug from it, right? So here's where you take inventory. What are you getting from it? For me, it was just Instagram. So, you know, and I had stopped using it really for um, in my personal account. So really, I was just there as Radical Creative Sanctuary posting for business. Um, and, you know, but I would also... 
I was in there for all kinds of reasons. So, so part of it for me was, you know, connecting with my audience, serving my audience, messages of self-love. Um, it was, you know, if I had an announcement to make like self-love coloring club, it was like a place where I could reach people, where I could send people the information and help people come sign up for self-love coloring club. By the way, there's a new round of self-love coloring club starts February 10th. Go to RadicalCreativeSanctuary.com. Go to the shop and you can sign up for that. Um, But so I would use it for these things for business. I would also use it for entertainment. If I wanted to laugh, I really love memes. I would collect them in a folder. Uh, I would connect with friends and colleagues there. I would be really inspired reading thought leaders, um, activism. There was all kinds of places where I was getting information um, for causes and ideas that were really meaningful to me. Um, you know, I also did check in on family and, um, you know, see how people were doing. So basically making this big, and you know, those are all nice things. I was also using it to relieve boredom. I was also using it, um, as a way to distract myself from pain. (laughs) You know, I didn't decide that in the moment, but I know that that was part of how I used it right? To make me feel busy on days where I needed to feel busy to feel worthy. Okay. So that was something I got from being on Instagram. I did, right? We can say whether that was right or wrong. It doesn't matter. Take your inventory, take it with compassion. Okay. And don't miss anything because setting yourself up for success, you're going to go through everything on your inventory and decide How are you going to get this instead? So if you are on Instagram and you're there as a business and you're connecting with your audience there, you look at that item, connecting with my audience. How am I going to do that instead while I'm on sabbatical? Am I going to send more newsletters? Am I going to start a podcast? Am I going to make some phone calls? Am I going to focus on my current client base? Um, There's lots of things that you can do brainstorm the things that you can do instead so that you're not just left with this gap, right? Entertainment. Is there another place that you can get entertainment? Um, uh, your news, you know, like there's 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 newsletters or roundups that you might want to get once a week so you don't feel reliant on getting it through social media outlets. Um, all of this stuff. So um, I also want to say, you know, if you're following other small businesses and creators, on a platform like Instagram, um, you're like, oh, but I really want to see what they're up to. Do they have a newsletter? Do they have a website? I'll bet you they would much prefer that you sign up for their newsletter updates or that you bookmark their website and visit, you know, their blog or whatever it is they're offering over there. Because the artists and creators that you're following on Instagram, they don't own anything there. Their, Their account can be deleted at any moment and disappear. And so the connection of you to them, if you really want to take it deeper and they matter to you and you would miss them if you left for a few months, um, it would probably mean a lot for them um, for you to, to, to take the time and actually sign up for the newsletter. So um, just to set yourself up for success, don't say, I'll figure this out later. Um, really go through the inventory and set yourself up with what you will do instead. Um, What haven't you been making time for? 
You know, this is a wonderful opportunity. Like if you're a business, have you been neglecting your newsletter because you're so busy making Instagram stories? Um, maybe this is a great opportunity to bring your voice home and, um, you know, find a new way to connect with your people in a way that is more intimate and direct, right? Um, also in a place where there's isn't a lot of noise or there's a lot less noise than there is while people are on Instagram. So those are like the first two things that I would do in the contemplation stages. Motivation. Why do you even want this? What do you want to move away from? What do you want to move towards? And then take an inventory of all the things that social media is giving you. Um, No judgment. They can be good things, bad things, uh, whatever. And then for each item, just brainstorm, just dream it up. You don't have to commit to anything just yet. But if you did take a sabbatical, what would you replace those things with? You know, if you're connecting with friends and family, um, you know, maybe you make one phone call a day or one phone call a week, or maybe you organize, you know, a, like a, a, a group chat on Zoom or something with some people or whatever. Um, maybe you just reach out more directly more often. So there's, there's lots of ways that you can do this. Um, see what it might look like. Experiment with this. And on the topic of experimentation, This is the most loving thing I think you can do is to approach any change that you're making with an attitude of experimentation, of playfulness and curiosity. Don't, don't make this a stressful thing that you have to do to be a better person, right? Look at this in a playful way. What, you know, what is happening here? What would happen if you changed this? Um, do you want to do it for three months? Do you want to just try once a week? Do you like, there's so many ways in which you can do this. There's lots of recommendations out there, but I think the best way is that if you're doing this to really just learn about yourself, to bring your attention home, um, do this in a way where everything becomes information like, Oh, I'm really resisting this part. I wonder why. Oh, I, I find this part really easy, but not this part. Huh, that's interesting. This seems to be really important to me, but not this. Huh, right? This is all data so that you can get to know the beautiful, fabulous person that you are. This actually matters because, you know, the more you know yourself, the more you can love yourself better. The more you know someone, the better it is for you to like buy them a gift or know that they don't want your gifts. (laughs) Either way, the more you know someone, the more you can show them that you care. So if you are looking at this, as I hope you are here at the soft shoulder of this is a relationship with you. You're learning about yourself. Anytime you quote unquote, get it wrong. It's not about that. There is no wrong. It's what did you just find out about yourself? And how will that help you love yourself a little better? See this as an experiment. The more you learn about who you are, you know what you want, you know what you actually need, you know the difference between those two things and how they might change for you in any given time. You'll find out how you work best, how you work better, how you can support yourself, 
What are the impacts of social media on your overall well-being and quality of life? This is something worth knowing. You know, and if you are struggling with what works, you're like, well, I don't really know what would work for me. This is a great way to find out, (laughs) right? So be kind, be compassionate, be experimental, be playful. And of course, guidance is always helpful, as promised. Um, I think the number one resource for taking a sabbatical of this kind is uh, Cal Newport Digital Minimalism. If you are new to Cal Newport, you can look him up on YouTube. There is a short TEDx talk, and I believe the title is Quit Social Media. He debunks myths about how this is, you know, a crucial and uh, or important thing that you need to have. Um, so also he is a, I believe he's a millennial and he's like a writer and is he a computer scientist? I could be making this up. Anyway, he has never, ever had a social media account ever. Isn't that incredible? And like when people say to him, what? Well, you should get on here. You should be on this platform. He'll ask them why. And they don't even know why. (laughs) All they, all they can say is that they're pretty sure he might be missing something. And what's hilarious is that they're not thinking about what they might be missing out on that he is benefiting from by not having these accounts, right? And it's not that he's better or this choice is better. Again, this is all about freedom, choices, knowing yourself. So I would check out Cal Newport. That's Cal with a C. And, um, Uh, He also wrote a book that I loved very much called Deep Work, which introduced these ideas. That was before he wrote Digital Minimalism. Either one of those is great. I also mentioned The Joy of Missing Out. This book was by Christina Crook, and she also has a lovely podcast. If you'd prefer to get these messages in that way, JomoCast is the podcast by Christina Crook. Um, Another one on the same vein is a podcast called Hurry Slowly, all about slowing down, um, you know, improving your life by slowing things down, technology included. I loved priming my brain with resources like this, hearing other people do it, hearing what other people got from it, hearing the different ways in which they experimented with these ideas, um, and knowing that it's possible. So this is all really good stuff for the contemplative stage if you're considering a digital sabbatical. And um, the the final one I'll mention is by Greg McEwen. It's a book called Essentialism. This was definitely one of my favorites. Um, I, I'm always moving towards <laughs> this definition of essentialism. It's the, um, oh shoot, I wrote it down and now it's not here. Where did I write it? The Disciplined Pursuit of more with less or something. (laughs) The book's upstairs. I don't have it with me. Anyway, it's not about getting rid of everything. It's about improving the quality with like using what you have and, and looking at what's essential. That will look differently for everybody. As you can imagine, a lot of this genre of uh, simplification, minimalism, essentialism, these ideas, they do start to eclipse, for me anyway, in physical belongings, in stuff, in decluttering. And I also, I feel like that's a whole other episode, but I've also done a lot of contemplation and a lot of reading on this topic. And I just wanted to um, bring your attention to another 
TEDx talk on um, uh, on this subject. It's more about decluttering. But to bring another voice in here, I really loved Christine Platt. Uh, she's got this talk. It's called You Can Be a Minimalist. Yes, you. And the reason why I'm sharing her with you is because um, a lot of what I have shared and a lot of what you'll see if you start Googling minimalism is this, there's an aesthetic to it, there is a look to it, and it looks like it's this one way of being, right? The white, you know, guys in golf shirts sitting on a gray couch, white walls, a monstera plant, whatever. I don't know. But like (laughs) some kind of thing like that. It doesn't have to look that way. You don't have to adopt that look, that lifestyle. Um, a lot of the voices are coming through that, uh, that, that expression of minimalism. And what I love about Christine Platt, who has been like called the first Afro minimalist is there's, she's a sensual woman. She likes color. She likes things. I, you know, I like, I, I have changed. Sometimes I'll call myself an aspiring essentialist, and I think what really suits me better is essentialist because um, this white wall, one succulent and, a, you know, a gray sofa, it's it's not what sparks joy for me. Um, but that doesn't mean that we can't uh, improve with distillation and, and in, intention um, in simplifying things down. And so I really felt I just loved her talk. So it's called You Can Be a Minimalist. Yes, you Christine Platt um, and um, check her out because um, that I really, really enjoyed her talk. And I feel like it's all connected here because, you know, at the end of the day, when you're distilling and and minimalizing and, you know, bringing things down to what really matters, this for me and for you, dear listener, this is about, you know, this is about you, right? Um, obviously there's the bigger picture of like consumption and all that stuff. But in terms of the expression, what it reveals is the essence of you. What sparks joy for you? What is meaningful and purposeful and useful for you? It's not going to look the same way. It's not something that like, it's not a a style that you buy or mimic unless that really is something that you love. And I really want you to invite the idea that you can make space to make this yours. You can take sabbaticals and craft them in a way that they are yours. You can declutter and simplify and ask these bigger questions um, about what's in the way of you expressing who you are. Um, And it can be colorful and it can be sensual and it can be wild and it can be... um, anything that you want it to be. So I hope that this was helpful. Um, I would love to hear any of the ways that you are finding ways to um, experiment with these ideas in your own way, things you're learning about yourself. You can always email me at Danette at RadicalCreativeSanctuary.com and share your insights from the podcast. And thank you. As always, this podcast is brought to you by techcoven.com. While you're on YouTube looking at Christine Platt's video, head on over to the Tech Coven channel um, and check out Allison's videos there. All things tarot in a, again, in a very Allison way. I really love Allison's take on tarot, how she really gives herself permission to explore 
this skill, this craft in her own way, her own interpretations. It's very uh, rebellious and forgiving all at once. And of course she does tarot readings. Yes. So you should go over to techcoven.com and check that out. Dear listener, I'm not going to promise, but I have a feeling you may be hearing more from me here as um, my attention shifts from Instagram to other ways of connecting with you. So you may have more frequent episodes of The Soft Shoulder to look forward to. Please subscribe if you haven't already. Um, I have lots to share in this topic and so much more. I hope that the beginning of the year is giving you hope, is giving you relief, is giving you love. Any way that you can find it, it's good. You are someone worth loving. It all starts right here with you. Take good care of yourself. I'll talk to you soon.